Welcome back, everybody, to We Talk Film. I am your host, as always, Barry, joined, as always, by Clayton. How you doing, Clayton? Hey, Barry. I'm doing pretty good. How are you? Yeah, yeah, you know, getting by. At least this podcast, I can actually talk, and there will be subtle coughing all throughout <laughs> it. But, you know, I'm better than last week's podcast, that's for sure. Yes, Barry is no longer dying. He made it through the week, so the podcast continues. No, I actually did die. I just got resurrected, and that, oh. that's what happens. Yeah, I, I replaced Barry with an AI, and now, now he's completely computer-generated. How are you all doing today? <laughs> he's going to short-circuit. Yeah, I'm Sparks sure start coming out of my neck. Just start freaking out. Number <laughs> Barry is alive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very, very, very. Um, should we Clayton, tell the fine Clayton, folks Clayton. at home what we're doing today? Because we're doing something a little different. What are we doing today, Clayton? This was your wonderful, wacky <laughs> idea um, oh, that we were trying yeah. to like think of ideas for. So you can explain to the audience as to what we are doing today. Well, the plan was originally do uh, Gran Turismo, but unfortunately the times and wacky cinema stuff meant that we couldn't go see that. So I thought, hey, Barry, why don't we st uh, stop spending our money at the cinema and just look at some movies that we've seen? Some movies from a really long time ago, because today we're talking about... A really about, long time ago. Like, before you were born, and that's insane. So <laughs> That's saying something. <laughs> <laughs> today we're talking about the best films of the 1960s. It's going to be a, a massive draft list. We're going to get into each film, what makes each film special, and... What makes each film hold up against the test of time as, yeah. Oh, as, yes. you know, good films oh, go. yes, and there's but, plenty of them, that's for sure. Oh, yes, we have some massive lists. But before we get into those lists, why don't we roll the news intro because it's that time of the, the week, folks. The news. Our top story this week, I say top story, it's just the one that I wrote down first, is we're getting a Toxic Avenger reboot starring Peter Dinklage. Oh, no. It oh, looks no. awful, and I never want to see it. <laughs> so that's that story. Next up, Marvel visual effects workers have voted to unionize. Yay! Pretty, pretty it happened. Story I'm happy. Yeah, I'm happy. Ho yeah. Hopefully, it's a good step in the way of fair pay, fair work, and better visual effects in movies, which is the thing that most people care about the most. So, um, hopefully, yep. that goes yep. goes well for everyone involved. Uh, there's not much. Well, actually, I'm surprised that, that it didn't happen so like earlier because this has yeah. been going on for years now uh, with the whole visual effects yeah. team working for Disney and stuff like that. Um, but I'm happy that it's finally happened. Yeah, well, I mean, they've been pushing for it for ages. And I guess with the pressures of the writers' strike and all of that, they, um, yeah, the union vote went through. And so, the, yeah, that makes it easier for those guys to sort out their worky stuff. So that's, that's fun. <laughs> good for good that on is them. Fun. Good job, Holly. Good on you did something right. You did your good deed of the week, and then all 30 million things that you did bad were swept under the rug. So good job. Yeah, yeah. They still do a lot of bad <laughs> stuff, let's be honest. Oh, yeah. We don't need to get into that because our next story is something that's really cool when I keep bringing it up. Oppenheimer is making lots of money, and this headline was just really cool. I had to bring it up because Oppenheimer's the highest grossing movie ever that didn't hit number one at the box office. <laughs> Hell, what? <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's, the, it's the highest grossing movie ever that didn't hit number one at the box office. 
because it came out the okay. same time as Barbie. Same so time it's the as Barbie, yeah, yeah. Highest grossing movie that, yeah, they didn't meet number one because all of the highest movies that hit, written, hit number one, the biggest films out there, all of the Avengers movies, the Avatar movies, they didn't come out on a day where something bigger than it came out. So yeah, yeah, fair, yeah, fair, it's, fair point. Not that surprising, but it's a cool headline. I just wanted to bring that up. Um, yep. Do, do, do. Moving over, we got some more superhero news. It seems like we have a shit ton of superhero news every week because that's the majority of films that are being made today, so <laughs> we better cover it. Um, first mm-hmm. up, we got some news from James Gunn and the DC side first. This uh, thing, Dave Bautista says that he wants to play Bane in the DCU. Apparently he's Why mentioned, he mentioned that to James he's Gunn. He's mentioned Apparently, it many a times. Apparently James Gunn's keen as well, considering they've worked together on the Guardians films, and he would fit Bane. He's a big, bald yeah. guy. That's Bane. Big, bald guy. That's that's all you need. <laughs> that that's basically all you, all you need. Yeah, he'll be really cool as Bane. I, so I, I guarantee that that will happen. If Bane shows up in the DCU, you can bet it's going to be Dave Bautista. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> James oh, Gunn yeah. won't have to, to look be. for it anyone. It needs to be. Nope. No, that'll be good. But um, James Gunn also said something, and this was some news that I discovered on my own in one of his Instagram Ooh. comment sections. Uh, someone asked him about the plan for a legendary Star-Lord movie. Uh, James Gunn said mm-hmm. that he has absolutely no idea if it will ever happen, um, but it definitely won't be from him. And the But it was his idea, so he gave that idea to Disney to have that whole thing. But um, he said if it does happen, it won't be him, and there's no plans for it right now that he knows of. So that kind of kind of sucks, because that probably doesn't mean we'll see Star-Lord in a Nova show, because they've got that whole yeah, thing going on. Yeah, that whole thing going <sighs> on. Well, that's the thing, because it's just like, obviously, James Gunn's finished with Disney now, because he's basically the opposition. Yeah. So it won't be yeah. like anytime soon, or probably not never, ever again now. Um, he will be working for um, the big man himself, well, um, Kevin Feige. Yeah. So I think yeah, probably. the Guardians, was it was done, it was over, it's finished now. They'll get someone else to come in and, yeah, do the Star-Lord <laughs> stuff and Nova yeah, stuff. Yeah, fair enough. And it might be good, but who knows? Uh, in other news, Blue Beetle, a movie that we're looking forward Blue to Blue Beetle? See. Excuse me, that Australia... Gets it a little bit later than the US, so everyone over there is already watching it. Yeah, and, and I'm disappointed. We're stuck waiting to see I it. Because I really, really want to fucking see it, just because good. of the reviews as well. Looks, It looks actually pretty good. Um, People, yeah, people are loving it. But um, the thing that's got me the most excited is apparently the fight scenes in Blue Beetle have taken inspiration from Injustice 2 video game yeah. that has Blue Beetle in it and has some of the coolest like fighting animations and fighting scenes out of any piece of media. So the fact that they're drawing yep, on that yep. for this film is a is a great sign because at least the action's gonna be really cool. <laughs> like Yeah, man. that is going to be really cool to see. Mm. Now That's they should very, do an injustice cool. eventually for the DCU. You know, get everyone oh. involved. Could be really cool. They did an animated Injustice movie, and that was actually kind of cool. It wasn't the best. That was kind of cool, but it was, it, it was kind of cool. kind of cool. It was cool to see. Um, yeah. <laughs> so moving away from uh, the comic book news, we got a couple other things. We're gonna transition from that story that ties into another video game story because 
apparently Ooh. there's a rumored Jack and Daxter movie in the works, Barry. Yes, right? I did see someone mention that yeah. in some article or something like that with Tom Holland and Chris Pratt set yeah. to star as the titular heroes. And I'm just even more confused about that. <laughs> Jack and Daxter. No one's played a Jack and Daxter game, Barry. <laughs> like, they haven't was... released a Jack and Daxter game in like 15 years. No, Jack and Daxter was always kind of like Ratchet and Clank's edgier brother that no one knew about. So it's yeah. kind of yeah. weird to see it. I mean, Ratchet and Clank got a movie and that was actually pretty, pretty fun. I liked the Ratchet and Clank animated movie. But apparently, and this is Tom Holland as well. Tom Holland wants to do it as like a live action A24 weird film. It was like a tweet from him or something. <laughs> I don't trust to do Tom weird. Holland and his decisions anymore, especially after some of the more recent stuff he's done. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm glad he's not making films. He's all right to star in them. And yeah. he's a good Spider-Man, but yeah, he can. he's not allowed to make the Just hurry up and make movie. the next Spider-Man film so he has something to work on and I'll be happy I th- again. <laughs> I think he's trying, but yeah. <laughs> we'll see what happens there. We'll uh, see what uh, happens. Uh, what else have I got? Uh, not much. There wasn't that many things. Oh, yeah, we got two announcements. Um, that I mm-hmm. completely skipped over in my notes. They're just sitting there and I missed them. Uh, we got one for a Godzilla spin-off series based on the King what of Monsters movies. Called, uh, Godzilla okay. Monarch Leg- Legacy of Monsters. And it's got Kurt Russell in it. <laughs> it actually looks What a cool. title. Oh, it's this is... Long. Yeah, I heard about this. It, they also have his son as well. Is playing oh, a yeah, younger Wyatt. version of him. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, him and his son are playing the same character in it. I'm all for more Godzilla. Godzilla's cool to yeah. watch, no matter what. Even if the movie's They're bad, right. it's fun to see monsters yeah. smashed Just big off, so. CGI monsters, yeah. That's what we want. Yeah. Just do more of that. Entire film. Looks like, okay, we're getting that. I mean, as a series, so that's more opportunity <laughs> for big smashing monsters, I think. <laughs> yeah, 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 probably be more people talking uh, in a TV oh, series. Oh, I hope not. Budget constraints, I, budget constraints. Uh, we'll see. Anyway, we, we don't know much else about it. Um, but speaking of things, speaking of things, things, we're getting a Scott Pilgrim anime. That's a thing. Scott Pilgrim. That has been a thing, and it's been a thing for a long time now. They've been trying to get made and everything like that, and they finally did, and they have every single cast member from the live action movie returning for the anime, which is amazing. It looks really good. But it's one of those things where I don't see the purpose of it considering the movie's really good. It's like, is, does this need to yeah, exist? Yeah, it's we'll watch more it just it, of like a, a brand name recognition and they're making more yeah. money on it. It's, it's so. the same story. And the shots are yeah. pretty much identical. It, I don't know. But I don't know how to feel about now. it. You can do like, more. Yeah. You can do more. But they, they sh- they sh- I've seen the trailer for it. And True. like, yeah, they've gone all out even more. So being um, animated really and what good. they can actually show and stuff like that. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, same. I mean, Scott Pilgrim is one of my favorite movies of all time, so I'm happy to see more. And it, I guess it gives me an excuse to watch it again in this form. So Yeah, yeah. Sure, I'm all for it. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it for this week's news, apart from one wacky story, because I always You got the wacky the story. Yes, yeah, I love this... the wacky stories. This story made me laugh for about two minutes straight because this is the most absurd thing I've ever heard. Um, (laughs) 
Like, as, oh my as god, in... here we go, here we go. Parent <laughs> right. myself. Mar- <laughs> so, Margot Robbie. Um, did you know that she was offered two recently offered two hundred and fifty thousand dollars for something? Um, I want I want you to guess what that amount of money was to be paid for. What service do you think she would be providing for two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, Barry? What, what, what do you think? Pictures. <laughs> yeah, Someone you're right. Taking a picture of their feet. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> was it was Quentin often... Tarantino? <laughs> no, it was it was a website. Like it was a proper like foot fetish website. Offered her two hundred and fifty thousand dollars for pictures. <laughs> what? Aye, Where is aye, that aye, money man. coming from? Am I just unaware of how much money that industry makes? <laughs> what? Yeah, you know, where's my two hundred and fifty thousand dollars? I'm yeah. a celebrity. <laughs> I do a podcast. <laughs> We talk feet. <laughs> we got the it's logo ready and everything. Yeah. Is your WTF? To the logo. Nope. Oh, God, that's oh, the sequel. We'd make $250,000 apparently. Yep, yep. Give so, us a call. We'll uh, yeah. talk about feet. <laughs> yeah, sorry, guys. We're rebranding from now on. I hate Yeah, we're to rebranding now on. We, no, we no longer talk about movies. <laughs> oh, God, oh, yeah. Oh, man. That 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 That's, story is still so funny. It's like my that God. is hilarious. Some company actually wanted to pay her I'm that assuming amount she's of gonna money. Yeah, I'm assuming she's going to say no. Well, that's the thing. Just go and watch Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Her feet pictures are like everywhere in that. Or any and movie. Barbie, that's right. I don't yeah. think I've seen a movie with her in it where she doesn't. That's a Suicide Squad had it. Both Suicide Squads had that. Both Suicide Squad. I know the first one because she was in know. that jail cell spinning around, and I think she was. <laughs> I'm sorry, just, just off the top of my head. I'm, I'm yeah, not yeah. the expert at this topic. Ah, uh, disappointing, Clayton. You know, we're part of We Talk Feet. <laughs> <laughs> we have to know these oh, things. Oh, God. Yeah, let's move uh, on. From the That's it for the let's news. Let's move on from that. Uh, That's da, 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 it from the, the news. Button. Let's go into the next section, boy. Whoa. Screaming. I don't know. Just something. Something on the soundboard. So, yes, Clayton. We are going to discuss movies from the 1960s. That is, that is what we're doing today. We are doing a draft pick of great movies from the 1960s that have withstood the decades of time, the times, and the sand. Yes. Some of them... You go back, you back and look at them, and you're just like, "Oh my god!" Like that—that that was a big film back then. You just like, "Yeah, it doesn't hold up so well." But still, majority of yep. them hold up pretty well. Oh, well, I think the ones on our lists, anyway. Um, I think so. That's why it's we'll on my good. list. We'll be good. Yeah, that's why. That's why it's on the list. But yes, the 1960s. Oh, what a decade that was! You had JFK dying. You had Marilyn Monroe <laughs> dying. A lot of people dying. There was the Vietnam War. So people more die. <laughs> Fun <laughs> so times. A lot of people died. Fun times. I remember. I was I, in advertising some, in the 1960s. We had, we had some good movies. <laughs> we had some good movies. And also a oh, great TV boy. show was made because of the 1960s. So, you know. Yes, it was. <laughs> Sesame Street started in the 60s. 
Oh, okay. I was talking about Mad Men because that's the based through the <laughs> 60s, but yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> Sesame Street. Great. Yeah. All right. So let's start off and let's discuss, uh, well, let's tell the audience what we're actually going to be doing because it's been a while since we've done a draft pick, so we might have new audience members that don't know what a draft pick is. Take it away, yeah. Clayton. Well, basically, our draft pick is a little game that me and Barry like to play where we go head to head, back and forth, front and back, side to side, and then we we, we basically back and forth choosing movies uh, in order to come up with the best list of 10 films. This week, we're trying to come up with the best movies from the 60s, so we'll be fighting over some pretty important ones this week. Oh, um, yes. Whoever has... The best list um, gets a prize that will be decided at a later point. Um, there's <laughs> but, never a prize, guys. The audience, there's never a prize. We've done this multiple times and there's never a prize. Margot Robbie pictures. <laughs> All right, there's going to be a prize, boys. There's going to be a prize. Barry, sudden, Barry leans forward it. in his chair, pulls out his extra special list. He's, he's playing hard now. <laughs> yeah, playing hard to get. Oh, God. We're off to a good start already, folks, because... Um, hey, look, it's Margot Robbie. Look, Margot Robbie. Why do you have Margot Robbie? <laughs> he does have Margot Robbie. It's one of the... I do have Margot Robbie. one of the Coles things? I thought they did... Yeah, yeah. Apparently, oh, I thought they only did the Harry Potter ones. I didn't know they were doing... We're getting ones. sidetracked here. Let's get oh, back yeah, up the track. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to flip this guitar pick. One side has a, a diagram, the other doesn't. Barry, you diagram or no diagram? No diagram. I feel like this system's already rigged. I win. <laughs> yep, it's yep. Diagram. It's rigged, goddammit. It's rigged. I'm going to go first because I'm not letting go. All right, Clayton. No, um, no. So, um, yeah, we'll basically pick a movie, talk about the movie, why it's important, why it's on our list, and then at the end I'll go back and reiterate them and we'll add a poll on our Spotify where you can vote for who has the best list. So don't Yay! forget to do that. Hey, if you listen polls, to the episode, don't I love forget to polls. Because I Especially like people looking... On them my score being higher than Barry's. That's kind of, that's the only reason. <laughs> you know, I'm going to make a whole bunch of like fake accounts and be like, haha. I oh win. yeah. Well, I might do the same and it's going to end up with like 10,000 results and it's equal. <laughs> Haha. Well, I will just post it on Twitter and everyone will vote for me. Oh no. <laughs> Including James Gunn. It doesn't Gunn. exist anymore. It's X. So I don't know. It's still Twitter on the URL for it. All right. I they haven't changed that it. yet. I don't care. <laughs> okay. Let's get into right. it. So what's your Go. going to be your first pick, Clayton? <laughs> All right. Da, well, da, 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 da. Oh, ooh, this is a tough one because I feel like I have to take this movie because I know you're going to pick it. And uh, you might as well press the button that you just pressed because I'm picking 1966's The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. One of the, if not the, best Western film ever made. I'd say that yes. it is the best Western film ever made. And this this came yeah, out in 1966. Yeah. It stars Clint Eastwood and is the third of the Sergio Leone's Dollars trilogy, starting at Fistful of Dollars, yes. Dollars More, and then The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, which is arguably, yeah, it is the greatest Western ever made. I mean, the last half an hour of this movie is some of the most tense cinema ever made. Clint Eastwood became a household name from this movie. Like... <laughs> I only own oh, yeah. three westerns on DVD, and this is one of them. Well, I guess four westerns if you count Blazing Saddles. So four westerns, and The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly is one of them. It's, oh, yeah. it's so good. It's 
like it it's is a masterpiece of film. That entire trilogy <laughs> is so great. I have watched them multiple times. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I really want to get like 4K copies of them. I feel like that needs to be in my collection. Ooh, um, yeah. But yeah, like every time I watch those films, it's just like, I see why people love this so much. And it was like so different yeah. as well from like other Western films, like um, John Wayne films and everything like yeah, that. Yes. Like this Clint is violent. Is to- totally, totally different. Yeah. <gasps> and it, they it were had- all made in Italy. Yeah. None of them are actually westerns. The best westerns no. are made in Italy, and they're usually dubbed over. I mean, this one had some dubbed yep. dub overs. It's so good. It's it is great. Italians it is great. make the best westerns, considering they're so far east from the US. But <laughs> uh, I'm not complaining because uh, it's such a good no. movie. It's one of the best movies ever made, let alone westerns. So if you haven't yeah. seen The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, and you like cowboy stuff, or if you like movies in general. Well, that's the thing. If you just like, it. yeah, movies in general, how many movies since this has come out, like, have copied the iconic scene of, like, the eyes looking at one another and the actual, like, theme music yeah. as well? Like music, you we don't hear even this talk about so the music. much in other movies. Yeah, we haven't talked about the music. This is all you need to know, and you know where this is from. I, yes, like everyone I, knows who's in the movies. Neo Morricone is one of the greatest film composers, one of the greatest music composers in all time. I have a CD. This is the only like composed classical CD that I own, and it's CD? the greatest hit of Ennio Morricone. Wow! All of the Ennio wow. Morricone movies. It's a double-sided disc. Clint Eastwood's the cover of it. It's so good. I got it for two dollars at Red Dot. Brand new. It was. Oh so my god! Good. <laughs> but like, that's impressive. Yeah, soundtrack aside, this movie's awesome. It's <laughs> so good in every way, and uh, I'm concerned with how you're going to follow that up, Barry. Well, before I do that, oh, he's getting up. Mention, Where's he going? I, I, I should have put my hat, hat on when, when, we, when we talked about Clint hat. This is actually the hat made from the exact same company that made Clint Eastwood's hat for the Holy trilogy. Shit. You should have put the poncho this on as well. This is the exact one. I had the poncho. Oh my oh. God, I should have put the poncho on. I um, want yeah, both of so them. obviously, I, I had, am. I would wear those very to big... take every day. <laughs> I would wear those yeah, every day. Yeah. Yes, go yeah, for it. I know you would. Um, but yes, so my first pick is going to be something a little bit different from what we were talking about before the start of the podcast, because I know you're not going to pick that one. So my first pick, because I think you might pick this one more than other Uh-oh. ones, and I wanted to grab it before you do, Uh-oh. is going to be in 1968. There was Uh-oh. a lot of big films made. A lot of big films made in 1968. But one of them, which started a massive oh, franchise shit. that is still continuing no! to this no! very day, is that Planet one? of the Apes. <laughs> uh, I'm so glad we like have webcams now for the draft pick um, because now we can see people's reactions. Yep. <laughs> I can do this to you. That's the, that's the, that's, you that's can do that. Happens. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yes, I am going to pick that one before you got it because that is Aww. still one of the best sci-fi films ever made. Um, even so much so than another one that might be on my list, depending on if you take it or not now. 
But yes, this is like what started the Planet of the Apes franchise in what we had today yeah. and when they tried to reboot it multiple times and mm-hmm. did it again for was it Rise of the Planet of the Apes back in 2011 with Andy Serkis and his trilogy and everything like that. That was just like, yeah, but this is what started it all. And I was like four, five when I watched this first one. And even like back then, like it blew my mind. It was kind of like a bit dorky because you could obviously see the people's mouths in the monkey costumes <laughs> and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, like the whole ending scene and everything like that, it was like, oh, it was actually you Earth the entire time. You bastards, you, you damn dirty apes. You ruined everything. Yeah. Oh, um, <laughs> and Dr. Zaius. Goddamn space like balls. That. There goes the planet. Goddamn space balls. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's just like how much of a phenomenal film this is and still like the idea and the story of it, besides the, obviously the monkey suits and stuff like that, it still holds up. I watched it at the beginning of the year and it's still just such like a unique film on what they want to try to achieve and everything like that. And it's still like, if this came out today, it would, I think it would be like even as big as it was back then because of the yeah. idea for it and everything like that. And it's just, yeah, it's just kind of like one of those surreal type movies where the monkeys took over those goddamn dirty apes. Oh, you it's all along. <laughs> yeah, Planet of the what? Apes is one. I only watched Planet of the Apes at the start of the year. I'd seen Rise, or the Rise oh, trilogy, okay. and I had never, the yep. first the first movie was always a blank slate in my cinema history. And watching it, so even have you seen like of all year, 11 of them? No, I've only seen the first of the original ones. I just didn't bother with oh, the okay. rest. Okay, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, watching the, this The one, only good one's the first one. <laughs> it holds up so well. <laughs> it's so good. Even knowing the twist, because you can't not know the twist now, like oh, 70 yeah. years yeah. later, it's impossible to not know the twist, but it's still really good. Charlton Heston kills it in the main role. I love the monkey suits. Yep. I want one of the monkey suits from Planet of the Apes. Uh, they're probably yeah, all I, disintegrated by now, but yeah, sure. I want a re- I want like a yeah, a remade version that I can just wear. I'd wear that yep, to tape yep. every day. <laughs> oh, that would be pretty so cool good. to see. I'd like to see you do that. Rock up with the monkey suit. I, I would get bashed in Northbridge. <laughs> I wouldn't. Oh, make you it would today. for sure. You would. I would get mugged. <laughs> I'd be like, "Hey, man, quit monkeying around," and then I'd get stabbed. <laughs> All right, I'm going to pick number two film now. Your number two film. Number two is always the hardest one to pick because it's like we've both picked the one that we wanted the most. So now it's kind of hard to follow that up. Uh, Is it? Is it? Is it really? At least it is for me. Uh, it's always right, when it so, gets to like the last couple. I, I'm just like, oh, yeah. I start freaking out. There's way too it's many films. Up. Yeah, because you pick a, you pick too many films. Um, all right, I'm gonna exactly. go all the way to 1969 for my pick with a film starring some of the biggest actors of the 60s. Uh, I'm a film starring Dennis Hopper, Peter Fonda, and Jack Nicholson as a young boy. It's Easy Ooh. Rider. Easy Rider. Nice. I actually it's didn't have that so on my list. Good, but you I have, have seen it. It is. Uh, no, no. Yeah. I totally forgot that came out in 69. 
yeah, man, this is one of the coolest movies ever. It's the yeah. most like rebellious movie of the sixties. The soundtrack is amazing. Jack Nicholson's great in it. This was like my favorite performance of his, apart from like maybe The Shining or something or The Joker. It's just oh, okay. really good, and the film itself is just really well made. It still holds <laughs> up. It, yeah, yeah, it holds yeah. up really well. Because I think wasn't. Dennis Hopper directed it and starred in it and wrote it, didn't he? I think so. Yeah, it, they kind of made it on like a weird like shoestring budget because it, it wasn't wasn't that big of a thing. I mean, the film itself is no, pretty controversial, no. especially for the time. And like scenes in the film actually show them getting high on real drugs and there's stuff like this in it. And it's it's a very, very out there film. A lot of motorcycles and a lot of drugs. And then it's awesome and the ending of it is probably one of my favorite endings of a film from the 60s um very brutal yep, and yep. very very sudden but very good very good movie so yes easy rider yeah easy rider that is nice yeah that's something i just didn't I, yeah i totally thought that was like an oh, early 70s that, film i feel I, like i should have googled it i, sh- I thought you I should have googled it. it yeah very very film to pick no I f- I was yeah like, yeah i know what? No, because I was like, okay. I was, I, I was sure it was like nineteen seventies. Because I was like, oh, it's Jack uh, Nicholson. Yeah, no, he would have. It was only in like the seventies he started right. and stuff. Sixty nine, man. So, yeah. Okay. I really have to go back and watch Easy Rider now. It's such a great. Oh, film. it's good. Great I've got it on DVD. It's fire. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Right, well, my number two pick will be one that you probably know of but is definitely one of my favorite films of all time and definitely one of my favorite books of all time as well. And I think to a lot of people that to like grow up reading this book and knowing oh. about the film is um, 1962's oh, To no, Kill a Mockingbird. Oh. <laughs> Barry. I'm like stealing everything from your list. Actually, because I have I have multiple um, Gregory Peck films on my list, but this is Talk my about this one movie for because him. this is a great movie. This is one of the best films and one of the best like actors on screen I have mm-hmm. or performances mm-hmm. on screen mm-hmm. I have ever seen. Um, anytime like someone says, if you want to like show a performance of a film or what type of film would you show? I like this is definitely in my top two of all times. Yeah. It's this one and um, there will be blood. With um Daniel Day Lewis, um yeah, it's just because it's so good, so good. Um, because yeah, yeah, obviously it's about (coughs) um a black guy in Louisiana, something like that. Obviously, nineteen thirties, I think it's set nineteen thirties. Yeah, something like that. Obviously, gets wrongly accused of raping a young white girl and obviously Louisiana in the 1930s and all white politics and stuff like that, obviously very much against him until a young Atticus Finch, well, not so young, I suppose, but I think he's meant to be young in the book, but he's like Gregory Peck. It's like, why not just get Gregory Peck? I can't quite remember, but I know, yeah, yeah, the the little girl is kind Um, of the main character that you see the eyes through. Yeah. Based, of course, on Harper Lee's novel. So good. (laughs) Yes, yes. Oh, man. And, um, yeah, basically he has to help this guy try and get out of this situation that he's in and they do not win the court case whatsoever. Like it's quite a what? hard film where like all the evidence and everything um, Gregory Peck finds is like just so much doesn't like matter. for this guy yeah. and helping him out, but doesn't matter because he's black. So he's still going to mm-hmm. be, um, yeah, 
But it's just like the whole um, final testimonial scene with Gregory Peck, which I go, I think it goes for like 15 minutes or something like that. Is it is. This is a long talking. movie. Long movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like 15, 20 minutes of just Gregory mm. Peck just going at it. And it's like one of the longest like scenes in like movie history as well, of just like one actor. Yeah. Um, and he's, he was just phenomenal. Like I remember watching this, I was probably about, 10 at 9 10 yeah, the first time i actually watched it because i had to that's read the same. book at school and yep, then yep, i was like oh yeah. i watched the movie as well and i just like fell in love with it mainly because of gregory peck's performance and then mm-hmm. from that i went to like try and find all his other films and everything like that and i'm pretty sure this is the one he got best actor for he got his first I, oscar I for think was so film. yeah i think yeah. this is his best performance out of oh, any yeah. movie By yeah, far. For sure. out of any movie he ever did in his career <laughs> this was definitely his best performance Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, what what a wonderful film, and it's still quite like surreal to watch, even though like obviously all these events with <coughs> racism and stuff like that, it still like happens today, um, and everything like that. But it's just like going back and watching this is still it's like this has been going on for like that long now, and it was such a big thing even back yeah. then, and when this movie came out and. Ay, 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 you know. Very full on. It's a very forward. full on movie because I think it's only G yes. rated as well. So it's it's definitely one of those ones that you see young and it stays with you because it's a very adult, mature film. I mean, the events in it are very intense. The story's yeah, presented in such a way. Oh, PG now. It was probably always PG, but um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's one of the most famous novels ever written. It's adapted from, and it surprisingly does it yep. justice, which is very uncommon for book adaptations. I've got a couple on my list today, actually. That was one of them. But yeah, it, it's a really good movie. So I'm kind of pissed you took it. So I got to find something <laughs> else. Okay. Yes, you do. I mean, right. there's still one that I've mentioned, but you haven't taken, which you could take, even though you, I know you don't like the movie. Kind of, I do like the movie. I don't like parts of it, but we'll talk about that. You don't like bit. parts of the movie. <laughs> I don't like parts of the movie. I don't like the start. We'll get to it anyway. Let's <laughs> oh, okay. run it okay. back. All right. Uh, run it back. Know, ooh, I'm going to pick uh, another film from 1969. This, ooh. this film uh, has... Cool things happen in 69. A lot of cool things happen in 69. It's a very great number. I mean, yeah, it's... um. <laughs> this this film uh, won Best Picture in 1969. It is the only oh. X-rated film to have ever done that uh, in cinema history, right? It stars John Voight and Dustin Hoffman. It's called Midnight Cowboy. Uh, you goddamn yeah. bastard. <laughs> uh, was that on your list? Nice. That was on my list. Oh, my God. I watched this movie for the first time this morning, so... <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It was it, yeah. It was on my list as like a two watch. I watched three movies that I had to get around to over the weekend for this list, and that was one of them. And I loved every <laughs> yeah. second of this movie. It was just weirdly, yeah. it weirdly hooks you, and you get enthralled in. Oh yeah, into the story of the characters, and everything's really good. And watching it, I was like, Dustin Hoffman's character is familiar, and it's not because of the like, hey, I'm walking here or stuff like that. It's because. The rat from the Muppets is based on his character in this movie, and I. <laughs> yes, yes. There <laughs> is like if you up. go through like yeah. a lot of um shows and stuff like how many like characters are based off yeah. um yeah Dustin Hoffman's performance as Ratso Rizzo, um mm-hmm. especially like rat animated <laughs> characters is it's it's great it's great 
<laughs> but it's it's funny because then I then I watched the Muppets episode where uh where the rat gets sick and Gonzo becomes like a <laughs> like a pimp for some chickens. <laughs> Where's the necktie and everything? They kind of do the movie in in a Muppets episode. It's very weird considering this is an X-rated film. And it did so well. And it it's definitely only like M by today's standards. But when it came oh, out, yeah. this was pushing so many boundaries of so many themes of homosexuality and drug use and all sorts of mm-hmm. wacky stuff mm-hmm. in this movie. And it's done really well and weird, like really yeah. entertaining. Such a good movie. Like, ah. Oh, well, love that's it. the thing. Because, yeah, the, I probably only watched this five years ago type thing. And the reason why I only watched it five years ago was because of the scene where he's like, hey, I'm walking here. Yeah, um, yeah. I like saw a, a clip of it and then was like, oh, that was all improv as well. Oh, wow. So, yeah. One of the greatest lines in cinema history. And the soundtrack to it is really good as well. Harry, Harry Nilsson's uh, Everybody's Talking is a great song yes, yeah. that I want, was probably the reason I wanted to watch this because I just, <laughs> I like the song. It's like, oh, that's the theme from this. I'm like, okay, I guess I got to watch this. And I really liked this. That's why it's my number three. Midnight Ooh, Cowboy. Nice, nice. Midnight Cowboy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, since Ooh. we're at number three, okay, mm-hmm, I'll just mm-hmm. I'm just gonna add it add it to my list. I still love it every time I watch it. 1968. I for the longest time I thought this film came out in 1969. Um, but no, it was oh, 1968. Okay. Yeah, right. 2001, A Space Odyssey. I'm just putting there. It's probably one of Kubrick's one of his best films that he ever made. I still love it. Every single little bit of it. Um, as like a sci-fi enthusiast, like after watching Star Wars, this is definitely very much like maybe within the first couple months of watching Star Wars, I then watched this and was just like even oh, more wow. blown away that sci-fi would be very different from what like Star Wars was. Because that's yeah. when I was a kid at that time and everything like that. I thought all these films like Star Wars and Space Odyssey and, and stuff like that were all like around the same time, like they came out all around the same time, not like a decade after one yeah, another. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> So I like yeah. to say I was just blown away, um, especially with how nine thousand the like AI oh, yeah. character in I'm that. I'm sorry, Perry. And I, I remember that as that. a kid. <laughs> yeah, and that was just like so phenomenal to see. It was actually oh, this is actually like a robot that's the villain um, type thing because I saw yeah. this yeah way before I watched Terminator or anything like that. Yeah, and it was well, this came like, out oh, like, like thirty this years like, before Terminator, twenty years before yeah. Terminator. Sorry, but like yeah. I mean, and yeah. they were already like talking about like, AI <laughs> taking over, and now look what's happening. We're in 2023, and they have taken yeah. over. They've this, ruined this everything. So good. It's just it's really long, and there's some segments in it that really bore me. So usually, if I oh, watch it, yeah, yeah, fast forward the monkey shit because like, the monkey stuff's kind of boring. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, once yeah, it gets into yeah. the whole sci-fi elements, that's when it it really comes into its own. And I, I mean movie is yeah it's one of the most like recognizable films of all time i mean barbie the thing, even barbie's yeah. opening five <laughs> minutes is like a straight homage to this film yeah 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 but yes it's very good um if i ran out yeah, of options, and a budget of only 10 million dollars as well back in the day which was a lot back in 1968 That's a lot. yeah okay I mean, it's, it's still, still an impressively like, looking film. It's it's just really cool. Oh, yeah. Just everything about it. I mean, Kubrick, his movies tend to be really awesome to look at and really shot well. So 
it's yeah. I mean, what can you expect? It's a great movie. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Now it's my number four. This is where things get a little bit hard and wacky because we're in the middle. It's like, do I want to pick good ones now and then be stuck later or pick some slightly less ones now and save others for later? All right. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. All right. No, I'm going to pick one from 1964. This is okay. one okay. of the best spy movies ever made starring Sean Connery called Goldfinger. Ah, Goldfinger! I thought the you were going to go with the original one. Dr. No? The first one that he did, Dr. No. My list yeah. as well, but I like Goldfinger better. I don't. I, yeah, I have um, From Russia With Love and Dr. No and Goldfinger. I have Thunderball all on my list, as well. I'm not going to have like good. any of them. Yeah. Russia with love is all awesome. the James Bond films, man. All the James Bond films are just oh, yeah. phenomenal. So I prefer I only... From Russia With Love. More like that than one like too. All the other ones, yeah. They're pretty. I can't good. like I... remember much of Goldfinger if I'm being honest. It's been. A it's while. got the guy it's who turns people to gold. <laughs> He's got Goldfinger. Yeah, I know it's that. I remember that part. But like everything else, it's like the coolest part. <laughs> yeah, that's sure all you need to remember. He has like a snake in his bed. I think that was Goldfinger. It was either I think he had a snake or a spider in his bed. They all kind of blend together. The Sean Connery ones, but this one I need to have really a James cool. on marathon. Yeah. Yeah, all 30 billion of them. Yeah, let's do that. All I did that one. Billion. Yeah, let's do it. Went to Civic Video. We'll do a and got, podcast got out, about it. Got out like the first 20. The Bond podcast. The Bondcast? The Bond, the Bondcast. We talk, we talk Bond. We talk underwear. We talk Bonds. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, no, Goldfinger, yeah. definitely yeah. one of the best James Bond films. Um, James Bond film had to be on the list. Yeah. Like, yeah, we had yeah. to pick one of them. I I had to pick one. I wasn't going to pick more than one, but I had had to pick one. So Goldfinger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. One. And I think it's the most critically uh-huh. acclaimed. I think people like Goldfinger the yes. most. Yes, yeah. Because um, that was good. his uh, second. Second. No, you have Doctor No, and yeah. then from Rush of Love. Okay. And then was it Goldfinger? Uh, it might have been because it was sixty-two, sixty-three, first. then sixty-four. It's either. That one or that one? The Goldfinger was third. It was, yeah, Goldfinger, then Thunderbolt. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. But no, like all, all the Sean Connery, um, like Bonds, like I, I love him. I just love Sean Connery yeah. as Bond. Yeah, um, yeah. Obviously, besides Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig is still the performance. But yeah, having Sean Connery, yeah. and like that was my first ever introduction into Bond as well, um, was Sean Connery's Bond. I, like I still like remember yeah. it. And I was like, oh, yeah, no, he's cool. He's cool. <laughs> so cool. He hold he's he is James so cool. Bond. I mean he did like seven of the movies or whatever he did, but yeah, it, <laughs> they're all so good. I love James Bond movies. So yeah, I had to pick one on the list, and now I'm throwing it to you because I'm concerned about what you're gonna pick next. <laughs> what movie Ooh. are you gonna take from me now? Well, I'm not going to pick a James Bond film. Okay. Even though there are many more we could pick and everything like that. We could, we but I wanted to change list. my list up a little bit. Uh-oh. I want to change my list and be like, oh, these are movies that I would say you're not going to have on here. I did some okay. heavy researching, not really so much heavy researching, but it was just a list of 1960 films. So <laughs> is this my number four pick? Is my number yes, four this pick? is your number four. I think it's my number four pick. It's your number my four. number four is also another film that came out in 1964. 
um, that is absolutely phenomenal. And still, oh, every time I watch it, and I watched it recently with my niece and nephew, just absolutely long. blows me away every single time I long. do, is going to be Mary Poppins. Oh, oh. <laughs> Is that Phew. on your list? <laughs> no, but I, I do like it. It is good. <laughs> um, yes. So Julie Andrews, Dick Van Dyke. Um, it is such a magical film still to watch to this day. Um, everything about it. And it was just like yeah. the first time I ever really liked, could see like musical type films and really, really enjoyed it as a kid. <coughs> um, yeah. Yeah. yeah no, I mean, 19, well, it came out in 1965 in Australia, but 1964. <laughs> yeah. And like the whole like animated scenes yeah. um, with her were like two animated, 2D animated characters and then her like mm -hmm. interacting with them. Now that I go back and watch, you see the eye lines and they don't line up properly, but you know, that's a whole nother thing. But it was all right for 1964. It, it, was, it was pretty good for 1964, not gonna lie. I mean, I, saw, I watched it growing up. I know the character, yeah. you know, I know the story. It's been this done a billion times. This is such like so good. a child, well. like I think every single child growing up has watched this film at least once. Yeah, it's, you know, it's even, a, even yeah, still it's, today. Well, that's the thing. My has. niece and nephew have watched this film like multiple times now. It so, seems to be, yeah, every generation. The reboot recently with Emily Blunt, and then apparently it was, it was mm. trash. <laughs> it's not good. I've seen it. It's not good. I don't remember what happens in it other than it sucked. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. But, um, okay. The first one's really good. Yeah, just Mary Poppins. I'm Mary Poppins. Yeah, and you know, even in Guardians 2, I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. That's, that's what yeah. he is. Yeah, you know, it's, I mean, it's, it's referenced fun. in so many like big films. The Simpsons, where Mary Poppins takes off and gets hit by a plane. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. All right. You know what? Your choice has persuaded me to pick this one as my next choice. I'm okay, going okay. one one year forward in time from yours. Uh, to one year forward in time? 1965. Oh, no. This is another musical film starring Christopher Plummer. Called the sound oh, of music. Okay. You goddamn bastard! That was on my list. <laughs> uh, this is a weirdly good kids movie musical. Like it's it's good for all ages. It, it's a good kids musical with a very dark twist. Yeah, because halfway through, it's no longer a musical. Well, towards the end, it's no longer a musical, and then there's Nazis. It's it's yeah yeah. It's it's and such a good movie. Songs yeah. are good. Dude, songs I mean, are good. Everyone knows the songs. Um, the hills are alive. Yeah, Julie jazz. Andrews back in the sixties, she was just oh, phenomenal. Man. Like mm -hmm. she was definitely mm -hmm. in her prime. Um, and that's the thing, because like um, you know the hills that they like try to escape over and stuff like that. Yes. Yeah. They yeah. actually like lead into or were heading to like where the German headquarters used to be. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because oh, they thought. Because where were they like trying to escape to or whatever? Uh, I'm not quite sure. I know they were in. They were in Austria or something where they were stuck. Yeah, but like it's been it, so long since I watched this they, movie. It's been yeah. so long, but yeah, like where I remember getting told this by um my father, whose like family is like all German and from Austria, and they oh. know all those locations good and stuff. Like that. So like not the good side. Uh -oh. The good side. I promise you, the good side. Um, you have to define what the good side is, Barry. <laughs> <laughs> um, not the ones that raise their hands. 
<laughs> I started doing that. Uh oh. <laughs> uh oh. Um, but no, he actually. I remember watching this film as a kid, and then he said, "He's like, oh yeah, the, those hills and everything like that where they were going to is basically like straight towards where the Nazis had their major headquarters, like just over those hills, and that's the direction they were actually headed oh. to. And it's like, like ever since that's like ruined the movie for me. I was like, oh, so they were going to their deaths. I wonder if the filmmakers knew that when they did it, because it wouldn't have surprised me if that was what they intended to, the ending to be. Well, they were trying to escape the Nazis. Yeah, trying, they, keyword. Yeah. 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 So, it's so, so, yeah. Okay, you've just made it like a sad movie now, Barry. Like, before it had like a spark of hope. It was a, okay, never mind. <laughs> What's your number never five, Never mind, Barry? never mind. My up. number five... Ooh, can I like do a real big spicy? Spice it up a bit. He's typing. Doing more research I'm typing. now. Oh, yeah, no. Um, you're probably going to get very angry at me for saying oh, this at my number five because you, you would probably have this on your list. In 1966, a small little oh, action comedy enough. film was made that started off a generation of oh, people loving these gentlemen. Uh, so yes, this is the original 1966 starring Adam West and Burt Ward, the Batman film. <laughs> that was on your list, bitch. wasn't it? Yeah, it was yeah. on my list. <laughs> I mean, uh, oh, I'm, the, I'm the comic book guy. I had, I had to choose it. I had to. Uh, yeah. You're wearing the Flash shirt. I get it. I'm wearing I get the it. Flash shirt as well. This, We've been talking about movie? you and I've been reading Mr. Miracle. <laughs> Uh, this, this movie, movie is, is wacky. The, it's the funniest superhero is, movie I've is, ever seen. The jokes are great. Some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. Just... Like, <laughs> shark repellent. <laughs> nuns on the board. It's, it's so funny. Oh, and it's man. Still the, it is like, just... Oh, my God. It's, it's a side of a Batman. strange... It holds up really well. That... I'd love it. And it's never been, like, done again, which is, like, so great about it. Like, we've never seen this kind of goofy Batman character, yeah. like, ever again after Adam really? West. They all just been, like, really serious and stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, because I know, like, recently, well, I think, like, a year ago or whatever, um, I actually went, go back and I actually watched this film because when the new Batman film came out, I know Corridor did a video <laughs> where they replaced him with, like, Adam West. That's right. Yeah, Batman. I've seen that. Yeah, and I was just like, oh my gosh, I have to go back and watch the original film because I have like a really old VHS copy of it. Oh, nice. And so, cool. um, so yeah, I like set it up and watched it again. I was like, yeah, it's, it's so wacky. It's just so wacky. So much fun. <laughs> like, it's one of the so most much fun. fun As a can have kid watching this, I was just like, yes, I love Batman. I love Robin. And then I found, and then I watched Batman Begins, and I was just like, all right, this is cinema. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> It's true. It's true. Oh, I love that movie. It's so good. And now it's kind of annoying because you've picked a lot of movies that I wanted. Um, I'm not Aha! quite. Now I'm not quite sure where to go. I picked a musical. You picked Batman. Oof, 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 oof. Okay, I'm gonna pick a film from 1967. Um, this Ooh. film is, in my opinion, the second best prison movie ever made. Below the Shawshank Redemption. Bastard. I'm picking Cool oh, Hand hey Luke and Paul Newman. Ah, oh, okay. Oh, no. There's I, thought another, you, I thought you were there's picking a, a different film. 
No, that yep. that one's that one's coming <laughs> up earlier. later. It was three, oh, so okay. four years before. No, I'm picking Cool Hand yeah. Luke, which I prefer. Cool Hand Luke. Okay. Yeah. It's a really, really good, entertaining movie. It um, yeah, the whole I film. I actually is haven't just, seen it. But the whole film's just him not conforming, no. and it doesn't have a happy ending. You'll love it. <laughs> You'll love nice. it. It's great. I love it's, my non-happy yeah. ending films. Such a small scale movie. The whole thing's shot in this tiny little work prison camp. They they work on a chain gang on these highways. And yeah, the soundtrack's really good. Just the character of Paul Newman himself is really good. The movie's actually really funny and lighthearted and entertaining, the, like right up until the end where all of a sudden it's it's no longer that. The guys have had enough with him. And Dennis the, Hopper's in this film. Is. That's right. Th- there's lots of big people oh. in this movie. And, yeah, it's. Really well done. I highly recommend checking it out, especially if you love like prison style movies. Yes, I do. I do. Um, yeah, you should definitely yeah. watch it. Definitely, Dude, eats I will watch eggs. it. He eats, he eats fifty, 50 eggs. eggs. He does. Why does he eat fifty eggs? Bet because no one can eat fifty eggs, <laughs> and he doesn't back okay. down. He does. You watch. And he it. doesn't back down because I'm a man. I'm a real man. His whole thing. That's his whole thing, man. All right, throwing it back to you. What's your number six? Okay. Well, I thought you were going to pick another um, Uh prison break film. I'm not going to take that one because I know you want it. I am changing my one to a somewhat spy esque film. Not really a spy. It's more just like a ragtag team of people that try to break into oh. things but the original 1969 oh. the italian job starring oh, michael kane <laughs> this is another one that was on your list this is one of my favorite movies i love this movie yes mini cooper's in it um yeah it's just a phenomenal like little breaking into stuff film um, definitely yeah. not the reason. One of the reasons why I went into the business that I did years ago <laughs> was because well, I was like, I could be this man. I could drive a could Mini you? Cooper. Exactly. I, I'm why? efficient at it. Um, but yes, I didn't expect that to be on your list. I thought you would have picked like the original really? Oceans or something like that. Yeah. Oh, that that was in my extended list of if somehow we picked forty movies. Um, was Oceans, but it's not that good. This one's definitely better. Yeah. No. This one's um, yeah, way better. The Italian Job with Michael Caine. I love movies with Michael Caine. I have a bunch on my list just because yeah. Michael Caine's great. Um, but yeah. yeah, no, the no, Italian Job. I need job, to watch more movies from Michael Caine. Um, I've only seen like five where he's like, the probably like my favorite heist movie. It was the original. Like this set the stage for yeah. Ocean's. Yeah, like, a bunch of things to come was Italian Job, and it's been remade a couple times. Um, and yeah, Michael Caine kills it. And there's a whole Mini Cooper scene that everyone knows even if you haven't seen the movie you know yep. there's a chase scene with mini coopers in it <laughs> this yeah. movie's great oh man it is great All right. it is it is phenomenal oh man i would i really wish oh. i should have picked something else now since that was going to be on your list uh You're crying yeah. now right. Barry. what's your what's going to be your next one what's your next one okay i'm all right with that because i'm going to pick a different film from michael kane now um, which is Ooh. all right because I was going to stick to just that one. So I'm okay with you picking it because I get to pick this one from 1964. So five years before he did the Italian job, he was uh, over in Africa doing a little film called Zulu. And Good old oh Zulu. boy, this, this movie is, 
I mean, it's a little bit problematic in terms of its portrayal of things. Uh, yeah. in, for the most part. It, it... Uh, but, <laughs> holy shit, is it a good movie. I mean, the whole conquest and the whole epic size of everything. Just the shots I'm and cinematography. I'm sure I had to watch this at school. I watched it at school of my own volition to get out of doing English, okay? <laughs> so, oh, nice, so, nice. Yep, I also yep, yep. watched it in school. But for different reasons. And I was like, holy shit, this movie's actually really good. Um, Yeah, Michael Caine Zulu. That's my number seven. Nice. Hmm. Okay. Uh, so my number seven then. Yes. Ooh. We're, getting, we're getting low on choices here. I have so many mm. movies on my list. Mm. And there's probably going to be so many honorable mentions. So I'm just like thinking, should I do like wacky ones or should i do ones that people have known about that are still somewhat no. relevant um fuck it. let's let's throw an animated film in here shall we in Ooh. 1967 a great little animated film called the jungle book was released um yeah, that was has on been my list. remade into live action god damn it <laughs> <laughs> um but yes, it has been remade in live action a couple times now um, mm-hmm. already. One by Disney and one by um, Andy Serkis, Mowgli. Yeah, it was the one he did right. for Netflix, which I prefer that good. one more than Mowgli the Disney was one. really good. Yeah. I liked Mowgli. Yeah. Yeah, that one was cool. The um, original is yes. completely different. It's so good. It's different, different league, yeah. man. Had this film on VHS it's... since I was a kid. And yeah, watching it all the time. I know all of the songs. I know yeah. everything that happens in this movie. It's just, it's so good. He has the bare yeah, necessities like, and it's, everything it's else. It's mainly the music in this film is just, yeah, was just on point. I think that's why everyone remembers it growing up as a kid mm-hmm. and everything like that, and the reason why it did so well. Because um, that's the thing. The budget for this film, right, was $4 million, 1967. Oh, wow. It's yeah, pretty reasonable lot. for a Disney film. I mean, Disney, film. Mo- Disney money, Bo- yeah. Box office. Box office. Back then, well, overall, $978 million. Jesus. Oh, yeah. I Yep. I believe it. This had yeah, some of the greatest. Sorry, not nine. Three hundred and seventy-eight million dollars. That's a lot less, but that's still, still really lot. impressive. That's still a lot. <laughs> God, that's crazy, and that's crazy money for the times as well. I mean, this had some of the oh, greatest yeah. musicians of the time on the soundtrack. I mean, yes. Yeah. Oh, the, yeah. It's just the, yeah. The soundtrack alone carries this movie in the best of ways because it's probably one of my favorite Disney yeah. movies, if not yeah, top five. Definitely top five. It's it's awesome. Definitely top five. I'm glad someone picked it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I really <laughs> wish it was like I could have said something else if this was on your list. <laughs> oh, um, but the the thing is though, like, as still at the end of the day, um, the Jungle Book is actually based upon a true story as well about um a kid from India who was raised by wolves and everything like that, and then Disney were just like, hey, guess what? We're gonna make a movie, a musical out of it, an animated yeah, musical. It was a proper book first, like the Jungle Book was yeah, a yeah. storytelling. Was of an that. actual book based upon the Jungle Book, yeah, yeah, the kid or whatever um, that grew up or was raised by wolves and and everything mm-hmm. like that. Um, that was like an article the other day. I was actually reading about it because someone wants to make an actual proper live action, better like dark one. Um, okay. For it, but I'm just like, ah, oh, they did know of Mowgli. Mowgli's yeah, uh, Mowgli like, was, was pretty well represented of it. So go and watch Mowgli. That's probably like the best live action version they've done. Definitely. Um, but just for the music alone, just, just watch the original or even listen to the soundtrack of the original. Mm. It is, it is mm-hmm. great. 
So good. The soundtrack holds up really well. This was on my list, so yeah, I'm glad someone picked it because I wasn't sure if I was going to get around to it. I was debating it, so I'm glad that it filled <laughs> your slot just because it's a great movie. Um, yeah. Now it's my number eight. We've got three left each, three spots left, and this is a tough Ooh. spot. Okay. Well, uh, let me set you back a few years. 1964, Okay. Clint Eastwood makes his motion picture debut in a little film by Sergio Leone called A Fistful of Dollars, right? Well, I'm not picking that one. I'm picking the movie that that one ripped off. I'm picking 1961's Yojimbo by Akira Kurosawa. You goddamn bastard. (laughs) (laughs) That was literally going to be my next film. (laughs) I tricked you. I got you good. Yeah. I watched last night. Um... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, what do you think, man? Woo! It's oh my god! It's fistful of dollars <laughs> as a samurai. Yeah. It, yeah, I'm like, holy shit! It's still really good. This is awesome. This might be like my favorite samurai movie I've ever seen. I mean, <laughs> yeah. It's so uh, I still have you seen Seven Samurai? Yeah, I have. Yeah, Seven Samurai yeah. is really good. Yeah, I put this on on, on par with um Seven Samurai. Yeah. If we were but, yeah, doing, it's, it's basically yeah. a fistful of dollars, but this. Japanese version yeah. of that. <laughs> if we were doing 1950s, um, Seven Samurai would be on my list because that came out in 54. Oh, yeah. But yeah, no, this is awesome. The, you know, the story of the lone samurai coming to a town and breaking apart mm-hmm. the two families mm-hmm. in the most clever and entertaining way. And this movie's really funny and really violent for the time and shot yep. beautifully by Kurosawa. I love everything he does. <laughs> it's like, it's hard not to love it. But yes, I'm watching this oh, yeah. quoting Fistful of Dollars. I knew exactly what was going to happen. Um, yep, so that's yep. kind of a downside is that I watched Fistful of Dollars and knew that. Before well, I that's the thing because, yeah, obviously we grew up in Western society yeah. and everything like that and not really watching these types of films. Of course, we're going to see um, yeah. <clears throat> Fistful of Dollars first. The, the um, but also, while we're talking about Japanese-made films, now I'm not going to add this to my list, but this is just okay. an honorable mention just to say – there is another one came out in 1962 called Harry Harakiri. Oh, I yes, Harakiri. That right. Yes, Harakiri. Harakiri. Um, also, give that a watch as well if you really enjoyed list. that. That's not Kurosawa, yeah, but that's another yeah. guy. And it looked yes. really good. I watched but it clips is from, also, the from it last night as well. Yeah. 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 It's really cool. It's and, yeah. That's um, just a, a samurai trying to kill himself or something. But yeah, committing Harakiri. Yep. Yeah. So cool. So, yeah. Oh, cool. A lot of cool Japanese films. I love um, samurai. And also movies. The Sword of Doom as well, which came out in 1966. Mm. Um, mm. Also, give that a watch. Yeah. I will. It's all, okay. They're all on my list. All right. Throwing it back to you. They're What's all on the list. Now? Throwing it Still back to me. Well, there is <laughs> one that I'm kind of like going to throw off because I've already talked about this actor once today and he's still okay. one of my favorite actors of all time, which was like Gregory? Gregory Peck. Gregory Peck was amazing, but since we've only got three movies left, I really wanted to go all out with these last three. Um, So my number one, I'm going to do this in year order of going down. So in 1963, I hope I've done this right, yeah. 1963, a small film, which wasn't really fucking small because this was an absolute massive film. That was made with massive sets, massive like amount of actors needed for certain scenes. 
the mm-hmm, budget mm-hmm. for this was over thirty million dollars um, mm-hmm. for this one film. Is nineteen sixty three is Cleopatra? Yeah. So yeah, it's a yeah, huge movie. It is a huge movie My that God. goes for three and a, nearly four hours. <laughs> I have not seen That's it. That's probably another reason, reason why I like it as well. We've yeah, seen clips yeah. of it, of course. We've watched parts of it in our film course. We checked it. We looked at scenes of Cleopatra. Um, That's at right. One we did. Point. We did. But yeah, point. so I've I've seen parts of it. I've never had time yep, to sit yep. down and waste a whole day watching Cleopatra. Um, yeah, but it yeah. doesn't hold up too well now because it is extremely long and doesn't need to be as long as it is. <laughs> but it literally how much detail and everything like that they put into this movie. And I know they're currently doing a remake of it with Gal Gadot, um, I think yeah. is set to star as, yeah, Cleopatra or yeah. something like that. So it's going to be interesting to see, like, when that film comes out, because um, obviously <laughs> it's, it's a straight remake hours. from this one. Yeah, it's definitely not going to be four <laughs> hours unless they do, like, a director's cut or Zack Snyder oh, directed God, it. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope not. Um, Oh god! But yeah, no. Nah, there is just something about the the grand spectacle of this film, and yeah. a couple of other films that we're going to talk, talk talk about afterwards. As long as you don't take them first, um, mm, it's me. just an absolute, like just one of those films. I remember watching it as a kid for the first time and seeing those big. Well, it was mainly like the mass amounts of people they got for this film, like mm-hmm. blew me away. I'm just like, they're all real people. Oh, that's not CGI because this is 1963. That's actually all real people. And yeah, I wonder like <laughs> as well how close they got to Cleopatra's life and everything like that for well, in detail. I'm um, not sure. I, like, I, I really think it, like Egyptian stuff yeah. as well. Um, I think it takes so, yeah, a lot of liberties with the story. I think it's. I think it's oh, a little yeah, bit. It would have to. It would have yeah. to for sure. Yeah. But I'm sure there's there's truth in it. I mean, everyone knows Cleopatra yeah, yeah. as a. The historical Everyone figure. Everyone knows who Cleopatra is and Julius yeah. Caesar and everything and like that. Mark Antony and all those guys that were associated with that um, that whole story. So, yeah, I'm I'm glad yeah. that you picked it just because of its place in cinema history alone as this massive, huge spectacle piece of film history. Yeah, so cool. Yeah, Cleopatra yeah. for number eight. Cleopatra. Right. Oh, okay, okay, okay. All right. Um, okay, we're getting right. down now. Final yeah. two. The final mm. two. Okay. I'm going to pick uh, a film from 1963. Uh, this is Ooh. the other prison movie that we mentioned, starring uh, Steve McQueen, ah, yes. Charles Bronson, Richard Attenborough. No one's a- ever heard of this film before. Million no other one, people. ever. Uh, it's called The Great Escape. Uh, <laughs> it's- it is an amazing prison film. Oh, um, boy. Yeah. It's, um, it's awesome. Oh, boy. It's- it is good. awesome. So much awesome yeah. that Quentin Tarantino had to somewhat do like little remakes <laughs> in Once Upon a Time at Hollywood with Leonardo DiCaprio, which was even more awesome to see. <laughs> that was really cool. Um, yeah, this is a movie that I've seen since I was a kid. Like as soon as like yeah. I was watching I movies, like, like everyone's seen it. This one, cool. Everyone's seen it, and everyone yeah. knows this movie. Even if you haven't seen it, you know how the scene where he jumps the motorbike over the fence looks. You can picture yeah. that in your yeah. head, no matter who you talk to. Yeah. Um, this yep. yeah, this movie's awesome. It set the stage for prison break movies in the sixties. It was it was the king to like Shawshank Redemption, <laughs> and even then, it's debatable which one of those people prefer because they're both really good. Yeah, no, this oh, yeah. had 
the biggest stars of the time in it. People like Steve McQueen, Charles Bronson, David Attenborough's brother. You know, everyone was in this movie. It's insane just how big it was. And still is because it holds up really well. This probably holds up the like best out of any 60s film I've seen, I think. If not, it's up there. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, because they still obviously yeah. like mentioned a lot of like big films, even they like referenced it so many times. And when they did do Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, they just used scenes from the movie and then the CGI DiCaprio in it um, type yeah. thing. So it was yep. still like the original scenes. And I was like impressed to see like how much of like even the original stuff, what they did, like how well it held up adding Leonardo DiCaprio in it. Like when they did do that, I was like, oh, okay. Well, it was like really well shot and everything like that. So it was just like, yeah. Yeah, it's a good movie. Good movie. Great movie. Very good. All right, Barry, you're number pretty nine. Good. Pretty good. Ooh, My number two nine. Two Ooh. left. Well, I already have the final two um, for it. I'm not sure. Well, I'm gonna go. I was going down in order. That's right okay. from year. So my number two is 1962 war drama film. That also is a very very fucking long film as well. It goes for three hours and forty two minutes, starring Peter O'Toole. Omar Sharif and the great, one of the best actors ever, Alec Guinness, Sir Alec Guinness, um, Lawrence of Arabia. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen it. Yes. Haven't seen haven't it. Seen I, haven't it. Had, I haven't had time to see it. It's on my yeah. list. I was tempted to watch it today. <laughs> I feel like I it's, it's on a lot of people's list. Um, yeah. yeah, it is like another long film again. But yes, it tells uh, a story of um, this general well, lieutenant from the British Army um, named Lawrence, and he basically goes to Arabia, and he's basically trying to find who he essentially is in life. Who like, are you? Who are who you? Are you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know scenes from it. Um, I know the movie. I know the you know from scenes from it. <laughs> it's yeah, yeah it's yeah. a massive movie that I have to watch. I can't speak much about it. Yes. Yeah, um, and that's the thing, obviously, how much of it applies to, well, real-world events that did happen about T.E. Oh. Lawrence um, and yep. the, our revolution and everything like that involved. And, it's, yeah, it's it's a pretty big historical film. I'm not sure, like, obviously, everything in it is, is obviously they're taking liberties with because, yeah, there was, like, I'm a whole sure. documentary yeah. about it. They're definitely. like, oh, yeah, that's, that's wrong, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's still just one of those films that is definitely a must-watch to list. And then also investigating about um, mm-hmm. Thomas mm-hmm. Edward Lawrence and his life and everything like that. Yeah, because he died in 1935. So it was uh, still yeah. before yeah. the film came out. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah, way before. But um, yeah, yeah that, that's a good pick. Oh, that wow. I got pick. one left. We both have one left. I think I'm going to pick <laughs> a film that you're not going to pick. Um, this oh, that's is, good. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to let you pick your film because I'm going to pick my film. This is a film that I, I really enjoy. It's from 1964 and, uh, it's arguably like my favorite music movie ever made. Uh, it stars oh, okay. a, a small band. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. They're called the Beatles. <laughs> Don't know if don't no, know if never heard, heard of them. them. Never heard of them. No, no never have. Cool. No one knows them. But they did a movie called no A Hard Day's Night, and holy shit, this is the funniest music thing I've ever seen. <laughs> like this is good. <laughs> the music in it is great. Yeah. It basically follows the Beatles as they go do a show. That's the whole plot. Yep. It's 
And then so wasn't it like a wacky. month later after this coming out was when they like all split up as well yeah, or it was something close like that? After, but this movie was just yeah. so well done. <laughs> it's so funny. Like they they're going to a show and Ringo's off just wandering beaches trying to find himself because someone like called him an insult or something. <laughs> the jokes in this movie is really funny. There's scenes nobody likes your Ringo. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, and the whole interview scene that I'm sure you've sure you've shown. It's like, what's your relationship with your father? No, we're really just good friends. <laughs> what do you call <laughs> yes, that hair piece? Right. Call him Albert. <laughs> call him Albert. So, oh, it's uh, it holds up so well and it characterizes just every member of the Beatles in this weird exaggerative way, which is something I do in a lot of my work, especially with my friends, is I like to include exaggerated portrayals of everyone in a comedy movie. Yep, like, yep. like things that I've worked on with people that have been on this show um, and yeah. a whole bunch of stuff that I'm not sure if I'm allowed to talk about, but um, yeah, things like no, that. No, you are not. <laughs> no, I'm talking about the thing with the, with the guy, but yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway. No, no. <laughs> not that thing. Not the other that. Thing. Oh, the other thing. Yeah. Thing that's finished. <laughs> that that one. But yes. Um. Yeah. No. This movie's great, and it it definitely had a massive impact impact on films that I make, like the Gronksist, the oh, short yeah. film that I made. The you can see all sorts of stuff. Phenomenal. Oh, phenomenal movie. Why isn't it on your list, Barry? Phenomenal. <laughs> Why is it on your list? Why is it on your list? 2020s. <laughs> Put that on there. <laughs> uh, Does that count? Can well, we I still there? won the gronkiest award, so oh, I logically won. And I can't even remember, what, can't even remember what mine's called. <laughs> Hey, I was that high. I didn't need to know. <laughs> no one, you, you won, but no one remembers your movie. It's it's disappointing. It's it's very great. annoying. It's great. How do you think I feel? I feel like Oppenheimer, and you're Barbie. But if Barbie was bad, exactly. Like... <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, so <laughs> yeah. All right, Barry. What's your last movie? Throw it at me. Number ten. <laughs> number ten is we're going all the way back. We're going Uh-oh. back to the beginning of 1960. Um, another um. Stanley Kubrick film. Yeah. Of course, I had to put this in here. I loved, I well, I hear, I watched Gladiator first before watching this film. Okay. So Russell Crowe's Gladiator, um, still mm-hmm. Gladiator. One of my favorite films of all time. I should have put that in my, my top 10 list when we did that. Uh, maybe when we redo another one, I'll put I'll put it in there because yeah. um, I rewatched it again recently. But yes, um, obviously, 1960, Spartacus, one of the single greatest films, really, um, still ever made um, about uh, <coughs> slaves. It was, but yeah, his name was Spartacus, and he was sold into Gladiator um, fights and did the whole Gladiator thing. Which obviously, then Ridley Scott was just like, "Hey, I'm going to do my own Gladiator film um, based on Marcus Aurelius." And it's the reason why, like, Gladiator got made was because of this film, because Ridley Scott really liked Spartacus. And it's the reason yeah, why yeah. all of those Gladiator-type movies got exactly. made. Hundreds of them. Even stuff like Conan the Barbarian draws inspiration from things like this. It's, yeah. it's yeah, a crazy yeah. movie. And um, I hate to break it to you, Barry, I haven't seen movie. it. I haven't seen it. It's on oh. The and with Lawrence it's of Arabia, it's on the list. These long-ass 60s the- movies are all on the list. <laughs> They're well, all... Yeah. 
Um, yeah, and obviously it started Kurt Douglas, the late great Kurt Douglas, yes, yeah. um, as Spartacus in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and he lived to like 110, man. So, you know, he, he did pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> fair. Um, yeah. It's fair. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, no, right. just like going back and watching a, a couple scenes from it the other day or even today when I was looking at the list, um, I was watching like the old trailer for it that they did. It's still oh, like, yeah. it looks really good. Um, like, it, like it holds up type thing like how much how many people they have all the acting performances in it um and yeah it was just really good to like show the authenticity of like rome even so much so like there's some parts i think they did better in this than gladiator did um even though i still put gladiator much higher up but yeah there are parts in this movie that i think are more better shown than what they do with Gladiator. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gladiator yeah, is a whole nother cool. thing, and that's a whole nother tangent for a whole nother I, episode. <laughs> I like I like Gladiator, but I'm definitely in the boat that Gladiator is a little bit overrated. So maybe Spartacus yes, yeah. would be something I'd enjoy a lot more. Um, again, yeah, it's, historical yeah, it's still very much overrated um, yeah. to an extent. Okay. Um, but I suppose like <laughs> in 1916, nothing like this came out and then like True. a young stanley kubrick came in was that, like, that usually hey, raises do this form. movie yeah because if, if um, something's the first yeah. of something it's usually like that much more impressive which is why yeah films, films like easy rider or the great escape get higher mentions because they they were the first to do this kind of thing and yeah that's yeah. definitely one of them and because, that's because yeah. it's actually based upon um the book as well uh, 1951 okay historical novel by Howard Fast, I'm reading right now. Um, but yeah, okay. it's actually like yeah, based that, upon a that book name's familiar. that may or may not be based on real events. Because um, yeah, it's a historical yeah. book like type thing. So. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of hard to kind tell of, with a figure of. like Spartacus. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that's crazy. Should I run through the lists, Barry? Because we've gone for quite a while tonight. Um, yeah, we have. Are you just going to say your number 10 that uh, we should run through the list? I gave you my number 10. I went first. I picked Hard Day's Night. Did you? That, <laughs> yeah. that was your number 10? Oh. First, okay. I went first. That's it. That's our list. Wow. <laughs> That's our list. That's our list. I thought you still had one more. I'm getting confused. No. Damn. I should have just picked one more. I had right. 11 films. <laughs> you should have just picked one more. No. Well, <laughs> I'll run through the lists and then we can throw out some yep, honorable yep. mentions and then we'll call it there. So. I'll start with my list. Today, I started it off with The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, the greatest Western ever made. Then I followed that up with Easy Rider, the greatest motorcycle drug movie ever made. And then I followed that up mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. Midnight Cowboy, the greatest gigolo movie ever made. And then I followed that up with Goldfinger, the greatest James Bond movie ever made. And then I followed that up with The Sound of Music as my number five, which is the greatest musical Nazi film ever made. And then I followed that up with number six, Cool Hand Luke greatest movie about eating eggs that I've ever seen. And then number seven was Michael Caine's Zulu. I'm not going to say anything for that one. And then number eight, Yojimbo, <laughs> the greatest samurai movie ever made. Arguably. And uh, number nine was The Great Escape, which some people consider the greatest prison bake movie ever. I would consider it the greatest motorcycle fence jumping movie ever made. And then number ten... <laughs> Uh, the greatest movie starring the Beatles is Ha Ha Day's Night. So that's my list. Then over to Barry's nice. side. Um, he picked significantly uh, worse films than me, so you guys got to yeah, vote for yeah, mine. Horrible films. Horrible films. <laughs> he started it off by stealing all of my movies and picked The Planet of the Apes and To Kill a Mockingbird, 
then 2001 A Space Odyssey, then Mary Poppins, then Batman, then The Italian Job, The Jungle Book, then Cleopatra, and Lawrence of Arabia, and finally Spartacus. We we got a wide range of films tonight. That's quite that is a wide range both of films. Really good. That lists. is. Oh my god. Yeah. Both really good. Yeah. Is there anything honorable um, that you'd like to throw out before we finish as well? Because mentions. Wow. Um, yeah. I still have so many on here. So there was one big oh, one. Same. Both of us didn't mention it at all. Um, Psycho. Alfred Hitchcock. I picked it on a yeah. list before I didn't want to do it again. So, yeah, that's definitely good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Same here. Mm. I was like, uh, yeah. I, I even still, <laughs> like, I feel like it's kind of overrated a, a lot these days. Like, people I just like, like oh, yeah, it's his like best film. Blah, blah, blah. I like yeah. it a lot. Um, another one is Breakfast at Tiffany's, if you have seen that with Aud- I Audrey. I think Hepburn. I remember the film. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's um, the one thing film. we've got. Um, the other Gregory Peck film I was going to say, well, actually two of them. The one of them was The Guns of Navarone, which is actually based okay. upon a real event or true events of yes, World War yes, II yes, about yes. these groups of guys taking out guns in Navarone. Um, and his other film is the original Cape Fear, um, where he's hunted by Ooh, like a yeah. serial killer as a lawyer. Um, probably a lot of people are more familiar with the remake with um, that Martin Scorsese did. Which is kind of right. like yeah. crap, if I'm being honest. Yeah, like, it's not I, his best. I haven't films. seen it. I've seen bits of it and been like, it looks kind of funky. Yeah. So yeah, I'm definitely gonna check out the original. Um, um another Steve oh, McQueen yeah. film besides The Great Escape is Bullet, with the yep. original Dodge Charger in it as well. And I just Ooh, love Dodge Charger I because love of that film. Um, another Dustin Hoffman film that I was gonna say but didn't was The Graduate. Again, it's um, on my list. I've got to watch it. It's yeah, good. Yeah. That is still that that movie holds up. It it really it's holds up. Soundtrack. Well. I've listened to the soundtrack. Yeah, it's so cool. Um, Graduate, and then yeah. another western is actually Once Upon a Time in the West. Mm, Leone's um, is a very good Wolf western S. film. So good, mm. so good. Um, okay, I'd like to throw out another western. Uh, Magnificent Seven. I'd like to put that one on there. Yes, the, the original. Yeah, yep, right? yep, the original yep. one with everyone in it. <laughs> Uh, yep, even yep. even Yul Brenner, ever since that one night in Bangkok he had. Uh, I'm just throwing. That's a weird reference. No one's gonna get that. <laughs> that reference. is such a weird reference, man. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, yeah, some other movies like Rosemary's Baby, a pretty cool horror movie. Uh, first yep, to kind yep. of do the demon baby thing. Uh, Django, the original one where he was the white. original Django. Yeah, it's on there. It's not that great, but it's cool. Yeah. Kind of cool. Uh, Ocean's Eleven, the original. Uh, oh, Vincent Price's yeah. The Last Man on Earth. I'd like to throw that out there. The yes, one that I am that's right. This idea from the whole vampire. Um, and wasn't Pretty also cool. like Barbarella as well from Ooh. the 1960s? I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I only know the Simpsons yeah, ripoff I'm... Barbarella character, Booberella. Everyone remembers Booberella. Yeah, not 1968, oh. Barbarella. Cool. Um, I should have added like... that on the list. Oh, we should have. I like to mention uh, the Battle of Algiers, one of the historical films that's mental and insane, and got banned in France because of like its political stances and everything. Great film. Um, yeah, yeah. Manchurian Candidate. Uh, Doctor Zivago, crazy movie. Uh, very long. Uh, crazy. And what? Oh, The Great Silence. That's another Western one that's pretty cool. He's in the snow and he doesn't speak. Oh, okay. That's that's one you should check out. It's definitely not a well-known one but it's really good and it has a pretty great twist ending that split a lot of people 
I, I really love the ending of it. Um, and another film, another World War II film starring Michael Caine called Play Dirty that I'd like to throw on that list. And that, it's a wacky film. It's some awful people in that movie that they play, but it's really good, really entertaining. Um, so, yeah, that's uh-huh. the main ones on my list. Some great films in there. Make sure you guys check them all out. Yes, do indeed, especially the ones that we did talk about um, today. Yeah, definitely. 1960s was a big film for um, movies. And that's the thing, because this would have been the time as well where they would have been transitioning to colour movies as well, would have been in the early 60s. Um, Yeah, Yeah, well, some of these were in black and white. Psycho, Yojimbo, some ones on my list. Um, Yeah, To Kill a Mockingbird. Yep, to think, these movies all came out within 10 years of each other. Like, this is an yeah. insane yeah. period of cinema history. It's like, it's oh, yeah. crazy. Like, some well, that's the thing, because, like, literally, even now, yeah. with the two that I chose, like um, Stanley Kubrick's ones, you literally had at the beginning of the 60s, he did Spartacus and everything like that. And at the end of the 60s, he did 2001 A Space Odyssey. Yeah. That's it's completely insane. two different films. Like, this amount of good movies in such a short span of time is probably, like, unheard oh, yeah. of. I mean, these well, are all the amazing. The sixties were definitely like the golden age of cinema, and the sixties were a very big, influential yeah. part of history as well. Um, I, I mean, in this is sixty-nine. We had the, the space race, so you know, all of the experimental films that came out <laughs> were in the sixties. The sixties was when everyone started branching off doing weird shit, and they had to include classifications and include yep, a whole yep. bunch of things. And well, do- it was the oh. beginning of the like the whole French New Wave stuff as well this was the change of hollywood hollywood changed 69 easy rider and the releases of movies like that just completely changed hollywood which led into the darker period that was the 70s which was very much an extension of films like easy rider um yeah that carried in through the 70s and then yeah we got more wacky stuff in the 80s but yeah this this period of movie history is such an important one and i'm glad that we could talk about it for an I know this is going to be one of our longest podcasts yet. Oh boy! <laughs> um, so I think that's where we'll leave it for today, Clayton. <laughs> so thanks for joining, everyone. Um, make sure to go stay tuned to all our stuff, and make sure to stay tuned for next week's episode. And if you didn't hear last week's episode, go and watch that one. That was pretty cool. And um, we talked about twisted metal, so go and have a listen to that. And we will see you all in the next episode of Talk Field. Vote for my list. <laughs> <laughs>